Hey, hey, everybody, Kevin here with Pursuing Pixels, and welcome back to another edition of Save It for the Cast. And as per usual, I'm going to be kicking the ball over to this week. It's just going to be Randall and I chatting some mostly retro stuff, kind of leaning into the Shinobi and Sega stuff that we talked uh, just last week or last regular episode. I guess both <laughs> both of those things. But uh, yeah, also leaning into some uh, analog discussion with that new uh, analog duo, I think it's called, the new like Turbo Graphics uh, Turbo Duo, I guess I should say, uh, console from them. Uh, you know, Randall's talked a bunch and praised the analog consoles. You know, we talked pri- primarily, I feel like, about the analog pocket, but I feel like we've talked about quite a few of their uh, consoles, and I feel like I've missed my chance. I'm just going to have to live vicariously through uh, Randall with a lot of those platforms. But before I uh, kick the ball over to our kind of, you know, retro theme chit chat, uh, I got to lean into some of the stuff that I've been playing lately. And I got to say, this week's been pretty crazy. I got like a flat tire the other day. This was while I was cruising around, basically just driving around to charge my phone while we were out of power. It's been like the first like 90 degree weather here in Michigan for like a consistent stretch. And I think, uh, you know, it said the reason for the power outage was just uh, equipment failures. So I got to think that it was just everybody cranking their AC overloading the grid and yeah we were out of power for almost 48 hours on the dot pretty much so two full days and then yeah well I was out cruising around charging my phone got a flat tire went to change the tire everything seems to be okay although actually the other day I hopped in and I had the uh, low tire pressure sensor on so I was like oh god this is just a crazy week Uh, but hopefully yeah we'll have our uh, I was already thinking like oh man are we gonna have to miss a, a Monday release of the podcast for the first time ever I guess we didn't start on Mondays but you know we've released a weekly episode ever since we very first started the podcast we have yet to miss one uh, knock on wood to not totally uh, jinx it here um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah on that note before I was very thankful that the power outage was not the week before because we just wrapped up our pursuing pixels James Jam game gam uh, the second annual and we had pretty much almost the same amount of people participate in the same amount of games uh, as last year we had 225 or something like that join so about 20 25 more than last year, and then we had 50 games on the dot get submitted. I played almost all of them uh, on a stream. I'll link those in the uh, episode description here, uh, and I'll also link. I'm not going to link every individual game that I mentioned here. I'm going to kind of give some shout outs uh, of some of my favorites, but uh, I will put a link to like the submissions tab so you can check out some of these for yourself. But we just had so many awesome games again. It's just absolutely blows my mind what people can do over the course of a week. And I know one of the games that we really kind of gave some love to last time was Jetbox. Uh, and Jetbox 2 from the same developer, uh, Sapazu, was uh, submitted this time around, and I know he's already cranking out a uh, post-jam update that's added in. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't get around to adding in like sound effects and music and stuff for the uh, the jam build, and I think beyond adding that into this new version, I think he's added like some new enemies and some new mechanics and stuff, so already... The, the new version of Jetbox 2 is same, same idea, like single screen arcade gameplay. Uh, and the theme for the game jam this year was penalized. Uh, last year it was permanence. But uh, in both regards, I feel like it was like kind of a perfect way to sequelize that game. Uh, we've been kind of I've been kind of waiting uh, for like a Jetbox like post jam update of the first one. And now this is like, OK, not only did we get Jetbox 2, but we got a souped up post jam version of it. So that was one of my standout favorites for sure. Another one of my standout favorites. Uh, these are all just some of my standout favorites. But uh, Beat Boop, uh, it was a really cool like bubble bobble inspired game with a uh, a really heavy, I don't know if it's 100% true to ZX Spectrum, but it's very much uh, got that like Commodore ZX Spectrum aesthetic going on. Uh, and again, very similar to Bubble Bobble, but you can play up to two players that had like 12 levels. Same kind of mechanics. You're like jumping around. You can, yeah, just shooting enemies with like your, you play as this little robot. And uh, 
I'm a big fan of this developer. They do a bunch of like ZX Spectrum inspired stuff. And I just am always such a huge fan of their visual aesthetic. Again, I was just so thrilled to see like the the quality of games being submitted uh, during this game jam. And uh, from a lot of my favorite developers and another one of my favorite developers, uh, Kevin Cole over at Super Try, uh, who we've had on the on the podcast and interviewed uh, during a stream and stuff, checking out some of their games, uh, submitted a game called Wizard Laws are meant to be broken or maybe it's made to be broken. Um, but a really cool side-scrolling puzzle platformer. They made a game last year as well called Blink Blonk, which was more of a Metroidvania puzzle platformer. This is more like side-scrolling, really cool, uh, like kind of 8-bit-ish aesthetic. It's not necessarily like an NES style or anything, but just kind of chunky, but like low-res, small sprites. Just really cool, and like every stage essentially changes the wizard laws. So like when you're touching this certain box, when you jump it, that, you know, causes you to jump extra high. It's almost like a springboard or something like that. But then you can even rewrite some of the laws in some of the later stages. I made it to what I think was the final stage, just based on how the puzzles were ramping up and, you know, the duration of the jam being a week long. Although you never know with Kevin Cole and the Super Try team, uh, they just crank out like, again, Blink Blonk was just a massive, I mean, a mini Metroidvania, but a pretty good size one uh, for the fact that it was made over the course of a week. But yeah, I was really into this one, really loved the music as well. Um, another game that really stood out and got a lot of love uh, was a game called uh, Therapy. Uh, it was like kind of like a deck building, although it didn't, I, I believe they're planning on, a, I not believe, I know they're planning on expanding on this game. It was actually uh, two uh, teams that made games last time. They made Produce Plaza and Bun Bun Battlefield. I, they, they're leaning into that alliteration. I love it. Uh, but they formed uh, a singular team of like six or seven people. Uh, and they made this game called Therapy. And it's, yeah, kind of like a deck building puzzle strategy game where you're like just tending to your plants and you got to manage like the sunlight, the soil and the water. And then every card, you know, some of them are like, you know, plus two water, but minus one soil. Like there's all various types of cards and just had so much love put into like the visual aesthetic. And again, just managing a team of six or seven people is just a, you know, an uh, achievement in and of itself. Just absolutely crazy. Uh, I know I uh, gave some love to a game called uh, Clockwork Kingdom on the podcast from a developer, uh, Jamie Rowan. I'm a huge fan of their stuff, and they made a game for the Game Jam called uh, Insane Chicane. I think I'm saying that <laughs> correctly. Um, kind of like a top-down racing game that you play. Uh, they said it kind of like designed it to be like played with touchscreens uh, for like mobile potentially in the future, uh, but playing it with the mouse, you kind of like just click and drag, almost like kind of like a wind-up toy or like uh, some of those cars where you like pull them back and then release them and they kind of, you know, start rolling in the opposite direction. It kind of works more like that. And then you kind of click and drag in different directions to or in this case, you know, if you're playing on a touchscreen, you'd be more like kind of swiping as opposed to clicking and and holding. But um, yeah, kind of like swiping to do drifting and turning. And again, they're making a post jam version of this or they seem to be working on it. They've shared a couple snippets with me and and a few on Twitter and like they're going like full 3D. Now it kind of had this faux like top down uh, 2d 3d aesthetic going on and now it's like kind of looking full 3d almost like kind of reminds me of the old like micro machines games or something like that but more like you know like actual 3d and oh it just looks so so cool so i'm really excited to see that we also saw quite a few pico 8 entries um got a game called uh, mail runner which was a really cool and a really good take on the theme of being penalized every time you like got through or every, basically every time you delivered a package you got like a new penalty uh, one of like three that you would pick from and it'd be like sticky shoes or slippery shoes or 
uh, high jump or low jump. I forget what all the different debuffs were essentially. But yeah, it's kind of like one giant level. You could either take like the low road or the high road. I think I talked about a game called Bunny Eats on the podcast a long time ago. And that was it kind of reminded me of that game, but really just had some really cool uh, bright, snappy visuals and controls, a little bit slippery on the controls, but that was like part of the charm of the game. Like just the way the camera kind of snaps around and your ponytails like flailing in the wind as you run around and you can open up uh, the sewers after you deliver a couple packages. So there's like a low road you can take. It's just such a cool, charming game. I really, really love it from uh, the developer. No, I'm a huge fan of their stuff. NOH that is. And then a couple other games from a couple other Pico 8 developers, Uh, I guess one Pico 8 developer specifically, and then one other developer I'm a big fan of. But uh, uh, Sebastian Lind made a game called Cardfully. It's kind of like a puzzle platformer. This one was really tough. I really want to go back to this one because on the stream I was like, I'm stumped right now. I got to pick this one up when I have another chance. You basically draw like a a hand of cards that either move you forward, backward. Again, it's like a side-scrolling platformer or jump, and then you kind of can tweak the values of those between one and four and then kind of, you know, make sure you're jumping over the stairs or jumping over this lava pit or whatever it might be. And then, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, not a Pico 8 developer, but our pal uh, Turd Boomerang. And uh, then uh, they teamed up with their partner Protractor and made a game called Smited, a really, really cool arcade They called it like a God Smiting Simulator. Uh, but it's just like a top-down farm. I shouldn't say just, but it's like a top-down farming game where you really have like kind of on a decent time limit. Like at first I'm thinking like any game where I'm watching the time go down i'm just like oh my god i gotta do things as fast as i can get this over with okay go 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 uh whereas this game it's like okay you actually do have like 180 seconds or 90 seconds whatever it was it's like more time than you think so at first once i realized and once i fixed the control issues i was having i had like my anti-micro software uh, so it was like kind of double inputting everything i uh pressed on the controller so once we got that all figured out it's like okay everything seems to be working properly these streams were just so much fun uh yeah i had a little help uh figuring out what to you know what was causing the problem there because we we're like everyone was mentioning there were a few bugs with this game but nothing quite like I was having at the start but once we got things figured out and then I started doing a little exploring and there's like these uh goblins that start like coming out of the woodworks and you can like dig up various like artifacts and treasure it almost had like a little ancient aliens kind of flavor going on I was really really loving that game uh there was another game called volley uh which was kind of like a single screen kind of reminded me of like Downwell aesthetically, but probably just because it was sort of like one bit visually, but it's almost like it was kind of like a kickball hacky sack sort of game. And yeah, the hacky Zack is actually a pretty good comparison as far as the game uh, gameplay goes. But it's kind of like you're just like in these single screen rooms with these enemies and you just had to like jump and hit this ball or kick it or punch it. Uh, and every time you kick the ball, it would give you your jump back or your kind of like air dash was the how the kick almost worked kind of like a like a massive dash kind of essentially and you could just I don't know it just felt so satisfying there was just like a little bit of aim assist it felt like so if you, you didn't have to like perfectly like I don't know with hacky Zack, that game got like so hard you had to like nail the shot like it had like almost like perfect 360 aiming so it was like you had to be like too perfect in your execution where this was like just made you feel awesome at the game every time you played it and then the game that uh there were there's many other games I could give a shout out to, but the other game that kind of just took the cake as far as like the the game jam contest when it was definitely one of my favorites as well was the Adventures of Mouthman um, from Retrocade Media. And uh, they had a couple partners with them as well on this one, um, but just a really awesome, like super fun 3D platformer. 
And I again, it's just mind blowing that they made this game in a week. It's kind of like a low res PS1 aesthetic. And they did a really good job of like kind of putting some 2D pixel art sprites into the not only like the textures on the walls and stuff, but even the collectibles and just the perspective of like the text and the way it worked and had a little bit of like twin stick mechanics. You could like kind of like spit out some vomit or barf or something that would like slow down certain platforms and like kind of goo things up. And there were just a bunch of little like extra paths you could take a couple little hidden Easter eggs. It was just such an enjoyable uh, experience from top to bottom. And I just had so much fun playing all these games. Again, I could mention probably almost every one of them. I mean, there were definitely some better than others, of course, but man, I just had so much fun streaming these games and I really can't wait to do the next game jam. Like I said, I'll uh, put some links in the video description to where to the streams we did and or not the video description, but the episode description here uh, to the streams we did and to the uh, uh, submission so you can check out some of the games for yourself because I'm really looking forward to some of these post jam updates. But even some of the games, you know, as is from the game jam version and some of the post jam updates are already live. But yeah, I, I just really can't say enough awesome things. It was just such a pleasure to host this. Everybody was just so supportive and friendly once again. It's just, uh, it just really got me extra motivated again. And just like, ah, oh, it just gets me so pumped up. It's such a great way to kind of kick off the summer. But uh, yeah, I've done way more rambling than usual here. So I'm going to cut myself off here and uh, kick it over to uh, Randall and I for the retro chit chat. And uh, yeah, uh, until next week, we'll catch you then and take care and <laughs> take it easy. For whatever, when I was talking to uh, Mark of the Ninja, like right when I was about to switch to Shinobi, I was like, yeah. I, it got so hot in here all of a sudden. Oh, I was, no. Like, sweating like an animal. Oh. It's like, oh my God, I'm going to have to have to have a second to wipe this off. <laughs> worked out okay. Worked out okay. Yes, but, it man, did. Yeah, I'm loving Shinobi, man. That's such a I'm glad that you finally gave that a shot because that's, that's a game that I'm always like, no, people need to play this Shinobi yeah. 3. It's not like the other ones. Like it kind of is, but it's its yeah. own thing. Because, like, I, I kind of almost, like, lumped in, like, the Shinobi series with, like, you know, you play Golden Axe, and you're like, okay, cool, this is an early beat-em-up, but, like, I, right. I don't, it's not doing anything I need to play again, and kind of felt that right. way when I played Shinobi, too, right uh, the early ones, and just like, okay, yeah, early Sega games, these are just, like, what people played in the early days is right. what they had, um, and then Shinobi is like, no, this is like, sweet. Even though people, like, of those early games, a lot of people swear by Revenge of Shinobi, this the second game, as, like, okay. one of the best early Genesis games for what... But okay. I, to be, I'll, I'll honestly say I've never really given it the time of day either. Um, yeah, and, and to be fair, I've not given any of it. Like, I've popped them all in, I think, and tried them briefly yeah. when, I, when I bought them, whatever, but don't think I've ever, like, played more than the first stage. Yeah, but Shinobi 3 is just, like, is just, like, let's fucking go. Like, this is, this is my jam. It was, like, they, it was, like, it was almost like the development team was, like, we need to, this series doesn't have enough love. Like, we need to make sure, like, this is cemented as, like, a classic. Just add some action (laughs) juice to it, like they did with Resident Evil 4 compared to earlier Resident Evil's. Like, let's fucking go. That's a good point. (laughs) It is kind of a similar, like, just up the ante a little bit. Yeah. Add a little more action, a little more enemies, a little more... Just movement on the screen. Yeah. Uh, Because a lot of times, yeah, I used to be so put off by games that had like big sprites like that. Like Mm -hmm. just like, ah, it's so hard to see what's going on. Too much action on the screen. Like it just gets a little cluttered feeling or claustrophobic. 
Uh, but that game doesn't at all. It's no, like, it, man, they nailed it. The speed feels great. Yeah. Which makes sense because they had released so many games by that point. They know what works for like yeah. the ratio of your the size of your character versus the overall screen. You know? Yeah. 1993. Yeah. One, Genesis came out in 89. Late era. Yeah. 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 Man, it's good stuff. I actually was pretty impressed, too. I turned on just to see how I forgot. Like, ever since I noticed that you could do all those different things on the Game Boy, like put it on the Game Boy Color screen or yeah. the Game Boy Pocket. Uh, on the, like, Genesis, they have, like, CRT filters and, like, oh, Pixel cool. Perfect filters. Like, oh, it's, I mean, it's really subtle, but I was yeah. like, this looks kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. kind of, like, recaptured that feeling of, like, okay, I can kind of picture what this looked like on, <sighs> you know. On the TV I would have played it on back in the day. On the CRT that I would have had it connected by, like, the RF cables. Like, oh, not even God, the RCA yeah. cables, the Genesis, but the RF cables. Definitely, yeah. Yep. Ugh. I hated doing that with the NES. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. I, I would daisy chain them all together. That was That's how I got everything to stay, like, hooked up where I could just, like, now, same deal. But I was, like, yeah, yeah. eight. But just, like, know. okay, channel three is the yeah. video game channel, baby. Yep. Channel three, and I could just pr- put the game in, press the button. I could play one of the three systems hooked up because I daisy chained them all together with RF. That's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, I, I never quite even like I'd hooked it up a few times, but I never really understood. I never knew you could like multiple, but that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just chain like them up. Yeah, because like yeah, I have like NES and then Genesis and N sixty four even sold an adapter for RF, and then Dad's like cable into the back of the last one yep. so that everything still worked and like yeah and maybe yeah. the maybe the vcr if there was one was in there somewhere too and like yeah it all flowed together that's funny yeah, yeah i kind of forgot about that yeah because yeah i only i only ever had to do it with my nes uh, yeah hooking it up but man that work. top loader definitely makes a difference. Oh, hell no, the top yeah. loader, no, the top loader only has the RF, doesn't it? Yes, it did. Out of the box. Yeah, like you, you got to get the mod or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But out of the box, it was RF only. But like the That's advantages right. of like how the games booted outweighed yeah. the visual impact almost. Yeah, that alone, the 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 bootage is just alone. Worth Night and it. day. It's crazy. Night that, and the, day. I, rem- I haven't used mine in years, so who knows if it still is on this level, but... I remember when I got it, I was just like, all my games work again. I don't have an annoying, like a, playing retro games, getting to the point of having fun. There's no <laughs> annoying steps anymore getting in my way. Hey, speaking uh, of that, NES, which is cool. Did you see the analog news? I did. I did. I saw somebody post it because they were like, like, oh, yeah, I'll buy this when it comes out. And then they like retweeted themselves like, well, fuck, I guess I got to buy it now. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Pre-orders. Is it? It's the duo, right? Yep. It's like uh, everything. Uh, you know, I you know my bullshit. I have to I have to try to get it because I and it yeah. It's only two fifty, right? Yeah, if, I'm pretty sure that's the price I saw. Not that that's like not a decent chunk of change, but I mean that's a reasonable price. I, I was feel, especially yeah. since it's doing the disc too. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Expecting it to be a little more. Yeah, I was I was a little surprised by that price point. You know, considering yeah that the disc drive on top of the who card slot or whatever. Like yeah, yeah, and just that it's like a little more of a niche thing. Like yeah. they're probably not going to sell as many of them as they would for like a Super Nintendo yeah. or you know or whatever. So yeah. Um, I could be wrong. Maybe there's a huge audience out there, but I'm I'm guessing it's not the same size. So. I wouldn't imagine. And it sounds like on top of that, it won't have the capability that the other ones do to play other cores like other systems. You know, it'll just be for the sake okay. of PC Engine, Turbo Graphics, and all the CD variants of those systems. 
Okay. Super graphics too, like all that family of like yeah yeah anything in that vein yeah. Definitely cool. Definitely something that yeah that's for you got to be a oh yeah immensely like no brainer. But it's one of the last ones to to like to replace like there's nothing wrong with my turbo duo but like i got it modded and i still like there's kind of like a hissing sound like when you turn it on just like an underlying like which you know in some ways is kind of cool like this is a cool like living analog experience or whatever but on the other side it's like it'd be nice to, to not have that happen and like to also boot up whatever ROM I wanted on the fly and like right. unlimited save potential without worrying about this old hardware and all the other things that, and it works great with those eight bit dough turbo yeah, controllers yeah. that they put out, you know, out of the box, like all that hook, stuff is worth it to me. You know? have the option to hook it up to a modern TV, yeah. like Easily. without any hassles at all. No, like input lag, like yep. you get with most in emulator stuff. Yep. Um, exactly. Yeah. Just, oh man, I got to spring for like all those at some point, even though I missed my chance on many of them. But <laughs> that turbo one, especially since it's like, I don't have a turbo. Yeah. You know, and I probably, and honestly, you probably would spend about that much if just oh, getting a regular sh- one. So it's like, you might as well at least get, get this modern thing that's got all the bells and whistles. Like you said, just be able to play. Yep. Cause obviously you would, I wouldn't be able to, if I sprung for the, system i wouldn't be then like okay i just spent 250 let me go spend hundreds more dollars on cool on all the cool games i want to get right know? that are now so it'd be yeah. cool to like okay let me just play some emulators right. or you know roms for now roms um, on on like what's made to be as like arcade like as hardware accurate as possible while also yeah. having the layer of all of like the modern operating system bells and whistles on top of it yeah, right. like those menu, even just those menus mm-hmm. and stuff like you were describing, or like I saw even with the pocket, like yep. just, even just like it's nothing crazy, but it's just slick. It just yep. adds that like, oh, man, this is like a user interface. You know, it's just a device. It's not just a thing that can play games. It's like an all encompassing machine. I don't know. Yep. Just feel, it makes it feel so much more cool <laughs> and one of the adapters for the analog pocket is going to be a who card adapter. So it'll work oh, like a Turbo sick. Express, you know. Oh, like, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So oh, that's really cool. There'll be a nice little combo that way, assuming I can be one of the 15 people that gets this thing uh, tomorrow at eight in the morning. We'll yeah, see what yeah, happens. Set that alarm, baby. Set <laughs> yeah, alarm. I already did. I, I said it yesterday when I like, yeah. OK, this is this is happening. I need to. Well, need to I mean, this. at least on on the off chance, if I mean, I'm thinking you'll be able to get it. I'm hoping. I, I, I'm pretty um, good at it. I'm kind of a sicko with this sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. But at least there's that backup plan of like you you could play the who card stuff on your TV with the analog. Like at first yeah. I was like, oh, it's kind of bummer it'd be only be handled. But no, you could hook it up to the dock and play on TV. So at least you technically could have a roundabout only the you know turbo. It wouldn't be the right the, the CD stuff not so much. And there to be fair, there was a lot of uh, super CD stuff uh, released. A lot yeah. of it, like like half of the library I have is is CD because a lot of the mid mid generation to late stuff was all put on cd yeah yeah there's some really cool games on that platform oh man awesome on ones. both both platforms or whatever yeah that yes yeah. uh, and so many that i just only dabbled in the stuff that i ever bought on wii pretty yep. much you know yep um because yeah i've never even bothered downloading like an emulator for turbo graphics or yep whatever so oh man that's tempting there's that's great really stuff tempting actually yeah uh Oh, fucking analog. I'll let you know how it goes. If, if yeah, you got, yeah, best way. of luck, man. Yeah. I hope that goes. We'll, we'll see what s- happens. Smoothly and 
full success because <laughs> if anybody deserves that console, I feel like it's you. I've been sticking like, with it for a while. Yeah, the you and, know. and you've been supporting like analog through all. You know, oh yeah, like getting every every release they've had along the way. It's like okay. I'm all, I'm actually almost surprised that they don't have like kind of like a priority list of like oh these are the like you know people that are whatever but yeah then they probably complain though because you'd think a lot of like the retro shops and stuff would be would the just people. bulk them yeah, out yeah, yeah just buy them all up and yeah yeah but it's I see what you mean because I have yeah I have all of them besides the original super yeah you think you'd the, get like first yeah, dibs on like you can't, yeah, like yeah. hey, like kind of like season tickets at like for sports, right. you know, like if you already have season tickets, you get first dibs on them next year or right. something. Kind of seems like that. Like, hey, you bought the last one? Okay, you get first dibs before we sell out or whatever. Yeah. But either way, yeah, I hope it maybe the since there's less demand, but because there's less demand, you know they're making less of them. Uh-huh. So, so mm-hmm. uh, fingers crossed they have a decent pulse on like the amount of them to make. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. For the demand, yeah. I want one. It's Eight. one of the last pieces. Yeah, yeah, that'll round out that like modern retro setup pretty dang nice, man. Especially for the the systems that I have a crap ton of games for. Like right. that's that's kind of the last one. Yeah, because yeah, what else would there even be? Like it's not replaced. Like a like a Saturn or a Dreamcast type of one, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. those those are kind of fine as they are. It's comparatively so. Yeah, like, it's like if they made some kind of all in one Sega machine, sure, but yeah. yeah. Like maybe I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even be like, I love the 64, but I wouldn't even be like as, yeah, that's something about those 2d systems or more 2d systems that just call my name a little bit more. Yeah. Same. Probably just cause I have more games for them. Like I don't have as much love for the 64 library as much as I love a lot of those games. Like, I just feel like I'd be using my I'd, I wouldn't use it as much. I barely busted yeah. out my 64 when I played when I yeah. had all my retro stuff set up anyways. It's more like party mode, like when we were playing with me, you and John. The For other sure. Day. Like, oh, let's play some games because we got four people and this is what works, you know? Yeah, that's my experience, so. too. And it doesn't it doesn't help its cause that like not only is the Nintendo Switch online a thing, but also a lot right, of those right. best games got ported for better versions on right. other Nintendo systems. So it's like yeah. it's a double they have like, that way. Or they have like a lot of the tracks in the new Mario Kart game. Yeah. You know, there's like new ways to relive those games now. So yep. it's like, <clears throat> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So that's kind of what that came down to. But yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. Analog Duo. We'll see what happens. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. We'll see how long those are in the works, too, after the pre-orders, like how long it takes them to come hey, in. Hey, they say they're going to ship them in this year. So Oh, wow. Heck not, yeah. not terribly. You know, That's and awesome. It kind of makes sense because I think they announced it like over a year ago. It's been a while um, that yeah. the wait has been to get to this point to be able to even give them money for it so right right yeah that that tweet that i saw was like from i thought it was even older than that like i, I thought it was like three years old where they're like i'll buy this when it comes out it, it's, it it's been a while like teasing it and they were like oh shit the day has arrived yeah so a long while it's cool to see analog just keep chipping away. I, I'm kind of rooting for them, even though I, I see some people, I see some backlash about them every once in a while. Yeah. Like they're stealing everybody's emulators and just putting them on here, not paying anybody. And mostly it's, I think there's backlash because like, uh, they'll put out posts just like about the, like random games that work on these consoles and, you know, 
doesn't seem like they're uh, talking to the community as much. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. It seems like there's some some backlash that way. But I have no arguments in regards to the quality of the. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and honestly, nothing. Sound, I've never come across anything where I was like, oh, that seems really shitty. Like, I, I, I haven't looked into it enough, but I'm like, I don't this doesn't seem like anything that's worth like not paying attention to what they're releasing and buying it if I want one, you know, yeah. it's not like, oh, they seem like such a terrible company. I can't support them. No, like most it's, of it's the, nothing on that level. Yeah. No, most of the software and the, the FPGA, FPGA emulation that they, um, released with their systems was developed in house by this like super developer guy that they hired, Okay, in, you know? So nice, it's nice. like, I don't even think there's a lot of that compared to some other. Yeah, emulator yeah. If that's systems. the case, then yeah, that's crazy. If they, yeah, I, I like almost some surprised to hear that. Maybe I just misread and skimmed the backlash yeah. in a wrong fashion. But if that's the case, it's like man, I don't know. Yeah, most of that stuff is open source as it is, so yeah. it's like the emulator stuff because it yeah. has to be by nature. So it's like yes. Yeah, I, I I get the being like, hey, you know, if you're just using it to like kind of promote your device that runs it. But I don't know. I don't know. Where's the fine line? You know, they put it in the container that is exactly what someone likes me wants, you know, for ease right, of access exactly. and modern features, you know, exactly. Because, yeah, I don't want to have to jump on my computer and, you know, boot up a bunch of crap and yep. whatever just to play an old retro game. I just want to play it, you yep. know, especially if I own it already on a cartridge. I just yep. want to play it. And it's close so. to like, you know, accurate. Maybe even with special features as possible. Yeah, yeah, with rewind or save states or whatever. Or like with the you NES know. one, the ability to, <clears throat> there's less of the like flickering because they could do double Ooh. the sprites on like a given horizontal line. I didn't with know the that. Yeah, That's they could do crazy. stuff like that. Yeah. No wonder that NES one's a little pricier. Oh, yeah. That, I didn't know that it had that feature. That's cool. Yeah, think of like Super Dodgeball without as much flicker, right? Stuff <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, because that game's know? like almost unplayable. Like, yeah. I love that game, but it's like, oh, man, this is rough yep. stuff. And that, yeah, that would make it a lot better. Because I've even played some emulator. Like, you know how some NES games, like Kirby's Adventures, one that has like that white bar on yeah. like the side yeah, of the screen. Yeah. Like, I've played some that kind of let you trim that yeah. out or it like lines it up right where it just like... You know, that, that can kind of take you out of a game sometimes. Yeah. It's just like, oh, there's this little visual bug going on at like, you know, at, at the right time. It can just look weird enough where it's like, ah, whatever. Is this working right? So yep. I was like, even just that, just clean up the visuals a little. Yep. And it'll up. let you do that. Like same with Genesis. Often there'd be like kind of some garbage at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll let you kind of trim that to a certain point, you know. I love that. Yeah. 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 I should have just bought every analog console the day they released. <laughs> Yo, that that costs uh, a, a good chunk of dough to get well to over a point. grand at this yeah. point. I mean, yeah, that NES yeah. one was 500 alone. Mm. So. Yeah, I, I that was a hard swallow to, to do that one. You know, I'd pass it up a couple of times before I finally pulled the trigger on the last run. That, that's that where was I the, was with that one. That's honestly probably the ma- the only reason I've been able to hold off up to now is because like it was enough of an initial like oh, I'm never going to be yeah. able to afford these or I'm ne- that's too much to spend on these like even though mm-hmm. the ones after have been cheaper I'm still just like but I can't get the whole collection because I'm never going <laughs> to buy that NES one for 500 and it's not even made anymore. You they know, should so just do just a like, cheaper one of that to be honest. They're, I'm surprised they that. haven't actually. Yeah, yeah I would be Maybe totally it, fine with that too. Just do a $200 version of that. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes sense, especially since they kind of it seems like they could just kind of do the same thing they've been doing with all the other yeah. ones, but just the, with the NES and they already have the meat of it down. You yes. Know, just make it simplified a it's little bit. Pretty much perfect. Yeah. Yeah. 
Heck yeah. But what do you uh what do you got going on the rest of this week, weekend? Uh I got swim class for Ooh, nice. for Fiona. Um that's that's probably about it. And otherwise just kinda doing the gaming thing, laying some basketball, low. whatnot. Yeah. Basketball, video games, swim class. That's pretty much pretty much the plan. Yeah, that's pretty much my plan <laughs> minus the swim class. So I'll <laughs> sub in yeah, some tennis, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm hoping to play tomorrow. I tried going yesterday and it was just like it wasn't cold, but it was like just cold enough. Like the the court was like in the shade that I was playing at. And it's just like, yeah. ah, it's just like, you know, I don't know if you get like this, but my ears start like really hurting when I'm out in the cold. If it's like yeah. got that chill in the air. Oh, yeah, for sure. Start, start going numb. Like I know what you're talking like a headache. about. So I was like, I'm just not going to fight it. Like. Cause that's, that's the easiest way to then be like, Oh, I, man, last time I played tennis, I felt like shit. So I'm not going to play anymore. You know, it's like, I got to yeah. just lean into it, do it when it's makes sense. Get that headband, just cover your ears or something. Or It's not know. a bad idea. Yeah. I yeah. used, that's how I used to play actually on the tennis team. I always had the headband to like keep my hair out of the way. Yeah. But it might, it might actually not be a bad idea for the ears too. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. Do what actually. you got to do. Thinking. Yeah. Cause it, I do love that. It's just, it's just fun. I miss playing tennis. Yeah. It's good. Tennis is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun 